0: Why does having friends make us happy? You're listening to Psychology in 10 Minutes. I'm David B. Feldman. In the 2000 film Castaway, Tom Hanks played a FedEx employee named Chuck Noland, whose cargo plane crashes, leaving him marooned alone on a deserted island. Over the years, loneliness gets the better of him and he grows so starved for companionship that he starts talking to a volleyball as if it were another human being. Having lived through COVID-19, you probably don't need me to tell you that loneliness can take a huge toll. For the first two years of the pandemic, you may have felt some version of what Noland experienced, the emptiness of feeling isolated from others and the longing to be social. At a deep level, we appear to be wired to care about relationships. Evolutionarily, our ancient ancestors' desire to group together helped improve their chances of survival and the survival of their children, ensuring that they were able to propagate the species. As modern humans, we've inherited this emotional need to be with others, and we're generally happier when we have other people in our lives. But we all know that not all relationships are the same, and not everyone thinks about relationships in the same way. This begs the question, what about our relationships leads to greater happiness? Is it our friends' witty senses of humor? Is it shared interests? Is it shared values? Well, it's likely that all of these play a role to some degree. But according to research, friendships may boost our well-being for far, far more basic reasons than you think. Here are three of them. Reason number one. Merely being with others matters. That's right. The research shows that merely having others in our lives is associated with greater happiness. This is often referred to as having a social network. In one study, for instance, researchers gathered a sample of more than 200 college students, comparing the happiest to the least happy 10% of the participants. Although the investigators found a number of intriguing results one stood out. Quite simply, the happiest participants spent less time alone than the least happy ones. Being with others, at a very basic level, is itself related to greater well-being. Reason number two. Quantity and quality both matter. But quality matters more. Although simply being with others may, on average, be associated with happiness, the details of those relationships also matter. We all know that some people can be toxic or difficult to be around, and nobody is advocating surrounding ourselves with toxic people just to be with others. Most adults have somewhere between three and five friends, a number which seems to be perfectly healthy. But if you don't fall into that range, don't worry. Although studies have shown mild associations between higher numbers of friends and greater psychological well-being, the raw quantity of friendships doesn't seem to be as important as their quality. People who rate the quality of their relationships as more satisfying generally are happier. Somewhat parallel to live friendships, the quantity and quality of our online relationships also seems to matter. That may be partially because, contrary to popular belief, most online friends are also real-life friends. According to one study that tracked a thousand university students for two years, 73 percent of Facebook friends met at least once per month in real life. Reason number three: Our friends' happiness matters for our own happiness. In addition to the quality and quantity of friendships, how happy our friends are also seems to matter for our own happiness. In one study, researchers followed almost 5,000 people over a 20-year period. They used something known as network analysis to track the way participants were connected to one another. For instance, they were able to determine the degree of separation between people. A person is one degree separated from a friend, two degrees separated from a friend's friend, and three degrees separated from the friend of a friend's friend. Try saying that five times quickly. They found that happiness spreads through social networks even up to three degrees of separation. For instance, if a person is one degree separated from someone who is happy, that person is about 15% more likely to be happy themselves. That may not sound like a lot, but I'll take a 15% boost in happiness anytime. Such a boost was also true for two and three degrees of separation, but the percentages were smaller about 10% and 6% respectively. Though the study's methodology wasn't able to determine the mechanisms behind these effects, the results are consistent with the idea that happiness among friends is contagious. As society has opened back up following the COVID crisis, many of us are once again able to venture out of our homes and spend more time with friends and family in person. For many, It's a welcome reality after the months of text messaging and Zoom fatigue. Even if most of us never felt quite as desperate as Tom Hanks' character in Castaway, we've had a taste of what it's like not to have others in our lives. So now that we're a little less concerned about spreading COVID, let's go out and spread some happiness to our personal network of friends and family. Heaven knows we need it. That was Psychology in 10 Minutes. If you enjoyed learning about friendship, consider being a friend of the show. Just take two minutes and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts through your favorite podcasting app or wherever you're listening to this episode. It really helps others find the show. You can also consider becoming a patron. It's cheap, gets you exclusive content, and really helps the show. Just visit patreon.com slash psychology in 10 minutes. That's patreon.com slash psychology in one zero minutes. Thanks for listening.